0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is, I forgot what episode number this is, of Wrestlers with Experience. This is myself, Dietrich Davis. And of
1: course, this is the one and only Mark Morrell, a.k.a. Mark Knight, a.k.a. The Executioner, a.k.a. Um, feeling good, so I'm wearing a tank top today.
0: Well, the weather's kind of nice outside. Fuck yeah. It's not overly bearing hot. I mean, I didn't go outside. I stuck my head out the window, and right. I had a lot of packages coming today. And it's funny. I don't understand how you order something in a group on Amazon, but they send it in five different pieces between four different companies. I'm just saying. It's a little bit annoying. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that.
1: <laughs> what can you say, man? It's the shipping game. It's the, it's the shipping game.
0: All right, And all I wanted to do was group the packages so I didn't have to pay for the shipping. But yeah, that is what that is. Um... We're going to film a couple of shows today, people. Right on. Our backlog is heavy on purpose. This is our strategy. Um, We're also, this is going to be the first episode. If the footage comes out correct, that will be a video download on iTunes as well as a separate audio download. All right. So if you're at work and you can't watch um, YouTube or they block you from all those streams. <laughs> Excuse me for the hiccup. They, they block you from all the streaming websites. We got you covered by simply giving you something to download on your iPhone, and we're going to be looking into Amazon Play to see how that works exactly.
1: Indeed. You know, we're trying these new things out so that you guys can enjoy the experience that we call wrestlers
0: with experience. experience right. Um, we got We're doing this out of the love for it, so when we do go live on YouTube, we would love that you guys hit that super chat button, Word. and join the conversation and send us your questions. When we do go live on YouTube, we will be giving away a Nintendo sh- uh, Switch when we hit a certain amount of subscribers. Right, we'll do it live on the show. Um, we'll pick a person with the random comment, or probably the most disrespectful comment, <laughs> or or the person who 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 just is a full supporter of the show. Right. I kind
1: of like how you said the one with the most disrespectful. Yeah, because
0: I can get a little flagrant, right? Yeah, I'm not cringeworthy. I'm just uh, habitually disrespectful. We reward disrespect
1: in certain aspects,
0: right? And the wrestling business is about your opinion. Once you purchase a ticket, once you turn the channel, and they're telling you this is what we do, you have 100 percent the right
1: to say, "I don't want that shit."
0: Right. You have it's it's your freedoms, it's your this, it's your that. And don't let anyone in the wrestling business get upset over their opinions. Oh, and that's one of our conversations for about this show. Um, we're going to get into that later about wrestlers' emotions hmm. and shit like that. A lot of stuff was triggered this week for me, and I want to make sure that we're on point. Um, but I want to start off. Let's start the show off. All right. Um, Brock Lesnar surpassing CM Punk's record of so many hundred days, but in reality... Brock is not even going to be at fucking SummerSlam.
1: The longest reigning champion in the entire history of the WWE. And, I mean, there's been a lot of long-reigning title holders. Mm-hmm. And they've done things. You take Bruno San Martino. You mm. take Billy Graham. You take Bob Backlund. You take Hulk Hogan. You take CM Punk. Yeah. You take uh Cena. You know, these guys have done and have held the title and has defended the championship within their time mm-hmm. and they've done a, su- a superb job as champion the only issue with Brock is is that yes he's a great attraction yes he's a phenomenal athlete yes he's a star yes he's money but damn I mean he, vir- he virtually has the championship. As I like to call, he has it hostage. <laughs> you know, yeah. he's he's not the he's not appearing on television. He's not appearing in arenas or house shows. He's only doing big, big, big events, which is only right because that's how his you know his uh his how deal he, is structured.
0: Right, but here's Vince. You threw him so many hundred thousand per show, six and change, whatever it was. I forgot the numbers. One mm-hmm. hundred and twenty something thousand for Aurora, parents. This, that, and the other. You got this you just you're inheriting a billion dollar deal from Fox and you're getting a larger deal from the USA network why don't you put aside that big some of those budgets and say okay I'm willing to pay Brock 8 million dollars for the year because I need him on every fucking pay-per-view it makes sense because people are wondering okay and put that into the promo yeah it costs me 650,000 to walk out here I ain't got to do shit so listen you know I just think that here's where
1: you know, you want to you wanna make it legit for that everyone can see it. This is where the CEO or the, the brass and stuff that come out and start shooting on the fact that, listen, you're the champion, you're the world champion or the universal champion. You're holding on to the belt. We're paying you all this money, but you're not giving the fans what they want. It's time for you to start defending this title. Right. You know what I mean? The belt virtually right now is a joke. I think that actually the Universal Championship, once the title uh, was taken off of Kevin Owens, the belt became a joke. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, granted, you're not going to see when Kevin held it, you he didn't see him defend the belt on television every week, but at least there was a, uh, a, a title defense every time that there was a pay-per-view um, with the Raw brand, Kevin Owens defended the title. Right about now with Brock holding on to the championship, it's slim and none. And right. then you'll have this other problem taking the belt off of him when in fact you have nobody to beat him for the title.
0: Right, I agree. Um it's it's a pretty bad situation when it comes to Brock. It's it, and 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 the problem with that being uh Brock being a bad situation is that he um It's not that people don't like him. It's not that people don't want to see him. It turns out to be where Vince made him a priority but don't want to pay him to be the priority. And now he's not going to be appearing at SummerSlam. Now he's not going to be appearing at... um, We might not see this motherfucker until Survivor Series.
1: Or maybe even the Royal Rumble or next year's WrestleMania.
0: I wouldn't be shocked. And in reality, that's um, hurting the game. But then when you have these joint pay-per-views, don't fuck around and not put AJ Styles as the champion last. Don't fuck around and not put that WWE championship last. That's
1: the belt that really, truly matters, ladies and gentlemen. The right. WWE World Heavyweight Championship.
0: But Vince is now saying it doesn't. So if the owner now is saying that the Universal title is the bigger title, because think about it, the WWE championship is not on Brock.
1: No, it's not. But however, that's where the bread and butter of the company's history is at it's on the waist of AJ Styles. Not a championship belt that's only been around for like six years. But also... under six years. And
0: no disrespect to AJ Styles. AJ Styles is a draw. He does bring an audience in. He does do those things. But in reality, no one's really drawing in that company right now. Nah. It's a group of people. And Brock does bring more ratings. Brock does bring this, that, and the other. But at the same time, put your money where your mouth is, Vince. If that's what you paid for, Word. You know what I'm saying? Go get it. Don't play the game and don't want to do this, that, and the other because of Brock's emotions or Brock's fucking contract. You know, old school
1: traditionalists would have said, you know what? If we're going to have a guy as the champion and he's not defending the title, you strip that man of the belt. See, they would call that killing the territory, if you will. If you take Mm -hmm. the top attraction, you put the title on him, and virtually he's unbeatable, you're killing the territory. Right. You're going to basically have all these. If Okay, you look at Raw. Raw right about now reminds me of, let's say, uh, I'm going to say uh, Continental Wrestling Association. Mm-hmm. When it was a member of the NWA, like how all of the old territories had it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the world's champion was recognized by every minor federation that was underneath that umbrella right. of the National Wrestling Alliance. On Raw, it's virtually the same thing. Your universal champion is sitting at home or in his you know, in his gym working out, doing mm-hmm. what he's doing, staying in shape and whatnot. He's not doing media. He's not doing press. He's not doing any of these things. He's chilling. Family man doing what he's doing. But then you have your Intercontinental and your tag team championship and your women's championship on the line damn near every week on Raw.
0: Well, this is what a good thing is. You can finally rebuild the IC Championship. Yes. You can finally rebuild these other titles that wasn't getting uh, branded. Um, with the way you're not, and people be saying there shouldn't be a women's tag division. With the way the Universal title is not there, <laughs> might as well create the women's tag division and still have your four belts. The problem is the women are not going nowhere. So you can't, you know, and you don't. So if the women are not going nowhere, you're building more women. More women are on the show more than ever. Right, people love to see championship belts walk down to the ring. It's a visual comfort, exactly. But also, you now have an opportunity if you're gonna keep Brock off a, t- a TV to now have it with that Intercontinental title should be main eventing every Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. You should have it with the women's ship matches, tag matches, or main eventing Monday Night Raw. Those one of the three belts should be there because in reality, you only got two titles presented. Right, okay. which is the uh, intercontinental and the men's tag mm-hmm. and the women's championship one. Right, and now it's getting to the point where you don't really you got Nia Jax playing around with Ronda Rousey, mm-hmm. which we're gonna get to in a minute, and then the rest of the women are left off and forgotten and not presented correctly. Doing so, nothing, absolutely nothing, so,
1: except providing
0: for, for spots for the money. Yeah, in the bank then, match. Yeah, and 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 then outside of the main women's match. There's two other women's tag matches anyway. So you might as well just put belt create belts and let the woman be highlighted and create that because you do have an issue. And the issue is the lack of Brock Lesnar. Yep. And Absolutely. it's just and it's just what it is. And Brock is creating a problem. But going full circle back, so he surpasses C M Punk days. At least we know if C M Punk hated everybody in the company, he still would have showed up to work. Yeah. And that's the difference. And you know, it's uh I like Brock. I think he's a great wrestler, but he's not worth the price tag if you're not going to pay him. Uh, yeah, because now you're now you're being cheap and you're keeping him home to save your pocket.
1: Exactly. So again, that like I said, it, this reminds me of like a company putting a world title on Andre the Giant. Oh wait a second, that that happened right um, for three seconds for
0: three seconds. Right.
1: But the fact of the matter is Andre came to work while he while his schedule slowed down from Japan and wrestling in the WWF mm-hmm. or WWE at the time he was still a m- huge attraction and, and right and and he
0: didn't work all the time but Andre showed up to work right and w- and what bugs me out and I want to say this I got a funny feeling Vince wants Brock to somehow walk out with both the UFC championship and and the WWE Championship. Because he says something a long time ago, and he says, Brock is the greatest combat champion. But you are now, you have a contract with the greatest combat champion, and you're building him as a great combat champion. Mm-hmm. I think Vince is trying to preserve it and hope that he fights John Jones. And in hope that he moves on to fight the world heavyweight champion, right. and then he comes on the Monday Night Raw with both belts. Okay, you know what I'm saying? So this is this is my train of thought. Because if I was running a company, that's what you would probably would have. Him that's do. what I would have him do, and give him the year to do it. But I would still have Brock show up to work. Exactly, cut a four promo four times a year. You know, year. Cut you know a promo, what I'm saying? Work a match, do something. And, and Brock so- should always be the topic of conversation. Exactly. You know, and it should always be someone calling him out every fucking week. Exactly. So I think if I was booking Brock and I paid him six hundred and fifty thousand per pay per view and one hundred and twenty five thousand per Raw, he comes out there two Raws, I'll give it to him, and then I have a- a- and or one Raw a month, one pay per view a month. Yeah. And that's it. And straight up and down, do that, or book him every two months, but then Brock can't have the main event the WWE Championship should be the the main main event. event, Because Because now the the WWE Championship is the secondary title. And I don't give a fuck what Vince says. What happens on Raw is more important than what happens on SmackDown.
1: That's true. uh, Maybe so. But at the end of the day still, it's like you're killing that brand because the champion's not there.
0: Right. And with Fox coming into the deal and all of this stuff, this, that, and the other, it's just one of those weird scenarios. It is what it is. But let me move past CM Punk and keeping it. Um, staying on CM Punk, he won his court case. Congratulations! I predicted he would either win the court case or it would be dismissed. The guy, but the lawyer, not the lawyer, the, the doctor, doctor, got exposed for dating a woman in a company which is illegal, which is unethical. Yeah, because
1: we can't mention the name of the woman that he was dating, right?
0: Um, no, I wouldn't do that just okay. to be safe.
1: Let's just say that she's a former WWE. Yeah, star allegedly he and, was and, dating and,
0: and, a WWE and, star because he sent the memo out saying he didn't want it done. So right now allegedly, allegedly. Right, with my parentheses up. He um was dating a woman who worked for the company. Other people are leaking it. You know, WWE is getting smart with suing smaller people now, so we're not going to risk that right, shit. Right. Right. Um we're just going to say uh, allegedly he was dating a woman from the company and that's against the um the doctors Company code. policy. Right. Yeah, not even company policy, that's a medical law, a right. rule. Right. Code of ethics. So he
1: can pro- he can practically or he can practically lose his, um, his practice. His
0: his practice. And what makes it even worse, because technically Allegedly. he is a private practice within the WWE. Right. He's not the WWE's doctors. He's a private practice, and he's categorized as that. But um, if he didn't go to court, none of us would notice, and now this wouldn't come into question. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So that's just one of those things where he fucked himself. All
1: he had to do was just say, listen, I I, I, I messed up. With the misdiagnosis of Phil Jack of Phil Phil Jackson, Phil Brooks, mm-hmm. I misdiagnosed the concussions. I misdiagnosed the staff infection. I messed up with the guy. Well,
0: he acknowledged the the concussions. He acknowledged this. He didn't acknowledge the staff infections. And I think legally, his lawyers wouldn't let him acknowledge those things mm. in general. We're gonna. But the fact of the matter is. Um, CM Punk won, he yep. cried on the stand, he did whatever, Colt Cabana, his wife cried on the stand, whatever, who gives a fuck about that, um, but he won his case, and it was ridiculous, the man said, I wanted to sue for every download, so he wanted a dollar for every download, which is $3 million, right. plus the $1 million in defamation of character, which we made it four. so it was what it was, he didn't get a dime, it probably cost him more and that's an L for the WWE and the doctors as well. Exactly. And Vince Lawyer should have never let him go to court. Let it be where it is. How many podcasts are out there with the actual wrestlers bashing the company? It goes, on, it goes on
1: every day. It's, see, the beauty about that is from shoot interviews all the way up to podcasts, that's what wrestlers do. Mm-hmm. That's the business of wrestling. The business of wrestling is heat selling a story, putting a story out there so that you, the fans, can get into it emotionally right, and invest when... your time into it emotionally to say, like, hey, this guy really dislikes this guy. Yeah. You know, it takes it back to the point of, you know, you got to have your good guys, you got to have your bad guys, and you got to have your reasons to keep things going. I'll give you an example. <clears throat> On my way here today, I was listening to, I was watching some, uh, some stuff with... uh with the with the with the assassin and Dusty Rhodes, mm-hmm. their issues have been going on since the late seventies, early eighties,
0: mm-hmm.
1: all the way up until nineteen ninety three. And if if you were to bring those two guys together again inside of a room, if Dusty Rhodes, God bless his soul, was still alive to this exact day, do you know that the assassin and Dusty Rhodes will still have? That rivalry that's so believable,
0: or maybe they would be old enough and mature enough to probably just put stuff bygones to bygones. So this whole, I would hope that maturity would have kicked in, right?
1: But the but, but the object is is that in this business, you're telling a story. You have to have your antagonist. You got to have your protagonist, and keeping the kayfabe, I think that's like one of the best unspoken about feuds that's but, ever taken place in the business.
0: And this is why I slightly dif- disagree about the heat thing. If you're not in the company, you're not doing business with the company, the company's not trying to do business with you, you're not creating cheap heat. You're being a bitch-ass wrestler. And you go on these uh, podcasts and you're bashing these people. That th- There's no heat to gain when you're never going to cross paths with them and the company's never going to book you again in that scenario. So what you're doing is making yourself unhirable to other companies, and a lot of these wrestlers who went on their bashing streaks kind of never showed up in any other companies. Well, with the exception of um, certain guys, I'm not going to mention names, but... Unless they wrestled in some kid's backyard next to the school, yeah.
1: You know, but they some, some folks did let bygones be bygones, mm-hmm. but Still, you got some guys that still carry that level of animosity with each other.
0: Right. And, and that's not the heat. That's just... And later on in the show, I'm going to talk about how I feel about wrestlers and their emotions, because I came to a great analogy, I think, within my head. So CM Punk wins the court case. I think that's cool. Whatever. But he did great.
1: end up losing uh, the fight against uh, his opponent last like weekend. Like I
0: predicted. You know, CM Punk is a fucking loser in the UFC. I'm not gonna. Dana White said that he's 39 years old, he shouldn't be here. But dirty, Dana White got plenty of 40 year old fighters knocking people fucking blocks off. And I'm upset that people were saying that CM Punk had courage and he had this, that, and the other. But I'm gonna ask you a question, Mark. you never been in an MMA ring before in your life, right? Nope. All right. Now let me never, tell you something. Never
1: been in a boxing ring either.
0: Dietrich will fight Brock Lesnar for no money because I wanna know within myself that I beat that nigga's ass and I wanna put his blood on my chest. Okay, I'm willing to, I don't want no money. Let me fight Brock. I'll fight him privately with no audience in a cage and I'll fight him in front of an audience in a cage. Now, if I give you $2 million, Mm -hmm. no taxes paid, we'll take care of your medical after the fight just for the fight. And I tell you, get in the ring with uh, what's the dude, Mickey Gall? Would you get in that ring? Well, two million cash in your physical pocket right now, and there's a point that we don't max in this. I can use two million dollars, but then looking at the
1: circumstances, if I'm gonna be a job guy. No no, hold you're on, gonna hold. you're gonna go fight your best. I'm a fight not my, jobbing. I'm a, I'm gonna do my best, but if I'm going to be a job guy, I'm going to be the best. This, hold on. I'm going to be the best job guy that I can possibly be. And the reason why I say that is because I'm going to give my 100 and my You know there's no 100%. jobbing
0: in UFC, so I don't want no one coming at us to talk about we're calling UFC people jobbers. Pardon. So let's remove that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but but I'm just saying if, if I'm if I'm losing I'm gonna lose with all my heart. I'm gonna lose with all my strength. I'm gonna lose with every last fiber of my breath, knowing that I did everything that I could to try to go the distance. And regardless to what people may think about this the the quote unquote the courage thing, fuck man. The guy went the distance.
0: Simple. He, 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 mind and I mean, you, do you know he went the distance with a dude who also got beat the shit out of by the same guy, Mickey Gall. So you got two fucking losers. Who did not? And Dana White said it shouldn't have been on the main card. It shouldn't have been on Fight Pass. It should have it been should, on the undercard. It, he not even the undercard. It shouldn't have been in the UFC. And he's one hundred percent pissed off.
1: Well, I say it like this: I blame Dana White for that. And the reason why I say that is because if you know what you were signing with a guy like Punk, and if you know what you were doing in this situation. You would not put that guy on the main stage. First thing you do. You got to remember
0: Dana White is not in complete. Remember he sold the UFC. He's not in complete control. Okay. well It's that giant corporation. Okay.
1: Well the giant corporation in the face of the UFC. Y'all should have known what the hell you guys were doing. When it came down to putting Phil Brooks inside of the octagon. Now my thing is this. You don't have five professional. You don't have five amateur boxing matches and think automatically you're going to be ranked number one in the world to get a title shot. It's not going to happen. You got to work your way up.
0: Yeah. Well, certain people do get title shots in unique situations, and that is what, like I said, unique. So let's say, okay, Brock could get a title shot. Well, well, that's Brock, right? But but, you know what? But see, but here's the catch. Here's
1: the difference with that presentation with Brock. Brock has a amateur wrestling background mm-hmm. he is a cited, documented recognized amateur grappler from the NW the NCAA
0: mm-hmm. right he has power he has speed he so has strength, a lot of he has guys. ability he also has striking ability Brock's story is no different than anybody in the heavyweight Right, as UFC a world. as a, as a heavyweight,
1: as a heavyweight, right. Right, and even with your middleweights, your lightweights, your light heavies, and your what have you, you know the same the same rules apply. But guess what? If you're looking at a guy who got into the UFC at the age of what, thirty six? Who Brock? No. C M Punk. C M Punk.
0: Yeah, he's been there three years, four years. Okay, 36, He's thirty nine. So,
1: so guess what? Brock Lesnar. I mean, excuse me. C M Punk should have went to Bellator. He should have been doing. He should have been doing some. But. He should have, and I'm just saying this like this, and it's the it's, it's the God honest truth. You take a guy like him who has no athletic ability. He's not a ball player. He's not a football player. He's no, not he a does have player.
0: athletic ability because he was able to perform in a wrestling ring.
1: Well, see, that's professional wrestling. You know what I mean? And you can you got to have that in wrestling. I mean, listen, I'm no basketball player. I'm short as shit. Mm. You know what I mean? I mean, I've never played football either, but I'm stocky as hell. But at the same token. I put my body and things on the line to become a, a, a pretty decent worker inside the ring mm-hmm. and a good wrestler. But when it comes down to a discipline like mixed martial arts, where you have a discipline in wrestling, a discipline in jujitsu, a discipline in um, submission grappling or sambo and boxing and, 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 and even kempo or what have you, you have to have years of that and then be able to incorporate now, that.
0: Now, let me stop you right there. Here's the problem. CM Punk had four fucking years. Stop it. There's niggas who went in there with seven months and still came out with three to four wins over the course. CM Punk had four years. Even worse, he was also training while he was in the WWE. So let's give him about eight years training in total. Right. And I brought that up. You're just not a tough guy. You're a pussy and you shouldn't have been in the ring. I
1: brought that up to a, a friend of mine's offline. We had that discussion. I said, well, listen. You know, as a wrestler, during his off days, the guy was training with Rix and Gracie. Mm -hmm. Okay? He's been training with that guy for quite some time. He did it because it's like, okay, I could use this extra training to help me limber out and do so and so and so and so. Okay? But at the same token, it's like, you got to crawl before you walk. Just like how... But he has been walking. Well, just like how he's he, he was great on the indies, and just like how he was great in ROH, and just like how he was great in IWA and all this other stuff, and just like how he became great in WWE, I just think the guy should have been doing some minor outfit in mixed martial arts to build up his name before jumping on the, hey, you know what? I'm going to take a risk, and I'm going to sign
0: with UFC, and I'm going to get two fights. Well, it was a three-fight deal. Well, a 3 f- well. and Dana is pretty much said his career was over, and um, and I'm gonna say this: CM Punk, that didn't take courage. You got paid X amount of million dollars. You got you you caught a payday. You walk. It doesn't take courage to go get your ass beat. And I'm tired of people. And as a person mm-hmm. who's extremely um, competitive and a person who supports combat sports just as much as the next person who supports combat sports. There's a reality that, that CM, Punk, CM Punk is very delusional. And he's created a bubble for himself, and he lives in a bubble and he has this little Puerto Rican girlfriend and his Jewish best friend and he's made all his money and he's a fucking emo kid who rather, well, at least I showed up to fight, or well, I tried. He's definitely one of those, I'm a tryer or show up, I, I showed up type of people. But and he did the work, but the problem is he lives in a delusional world, and Mickey Gall, after that first fight, he's lucky he didn't come out with brain damage, because that kid is fucking dangerous off the rip. Mm-hmm. And he was ripping people apart all over the market okay. before he showed up there.
1: So, but at the same token, this guy was a journeyman, is a journeyman fighter, right? Although he's lost a good portion of his fights, the Who's guy, this, CM Punk. No, I'm talking about Punk's opponent. Mm-hmm. You know, he's lost a handful of fights. Mm-hmm. he's a journeyman fighter. Mm-hmm. I just say it like this: at least the guy started from the bottom. He didn't come in there with a fanfare. Punk, yes, he came in there with a fanfare because he was a he was a pay per view buy rate draw automatically, and people tuned in to see what he was going to do. the 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 mainstream UFC fans. And the casual fans on, and former WWE fans and wrestling fans tuned in to see what Punk was going to do. So at the end of the day, UFC made a boatload of money because of that. Because well, they didn't make of, money uh, off
0: of CM Punk. Dana White said that clearly. And, he, and you got to remember he'll, those. He'll say that in public, but they know
1: they made money off nah, of CM Punk. Nah, I'm going to tell you,
0: man. the problem is this is why Conor McGregor hasn't fought again. And I don't want to stay on UFC on this, on this at all because UFC can drown out, drowns out everything. Conor McGregor was selling pay-per-views and brought that. That company wasn't worth $4 billion before Conor started fighting. Okay. So Conor brought those numbers in. He brought those pay-per-views. Ronda was bringing numbers in, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't Conor's numbers. So the problem is when it comes to someone like CM Punk, CM Punk's buy rate, the buy rate never shifted even when he was on that first card. So technically, the UFC are, is losing money with him. So when you take someone like and and they can prove the numbers accurately to a T, according to channel watching people who walk away, boom, boom, boom. Especially with everything on the digital front. Now, what makes everything even more worse with CM Punk is that he definitely didn't make no big money because his reebok checks was what, five hundred dollars, three hundred dollars. Everyone's forced to wear Reebok. I know Reebok got a real fucked up deal with them. Mm -hmm. But long story short, and they should get out that Reebok deal. But long story short, um, wrestling fans will say CM Punk drew. The UFC fans will go, that's not what drawing is in the UFC. It's two different animals. Did the attention span go CM Punk? But CM Punk did not create what you call it. And now when you get companies who are marrying cable boxes. Mm Mm-hmm. We go, those people who are watching wrestling, they didn't turn over into into UFC. We know where the homes are at. We know digitally when they're watching it on their computers. We know who these owners of these computers are. Right. It didn't translate. And I know it's easy to say, oh, yes, it translated. But accru- and that's why you get uh, fighters like Alistair Overing, Overing, who they like to call Uberine, who lost at least the last seven fights in a row. But there's a but he brought in buy rate, and CM Punk only lost two, and there was no buy rate for him, and he didn't transfer people over. So it's just it's upsetting. Like you said, you're right. They shouldn't have booked him. They shouldn't have had him. And I Dana think, White should have let him go after the first. Fight.
1: I I just think, like I said, for Punk to have his foray into it, he should have went Bellator or probably went to some um, spot where he can basically earn his. You know, earnest stripes.
0: He should have went overseas and battled over there and took a few ass-whippings like Bobby Lashley did. And, well, he went to Bellator. Right. Lashley. But before Bellator, he fought in two other places. Okay. So you should have went to those no-name places like Mickey Gall did and go get your hands wet and bloodied. That's, and, that's, that's all I'm saying. And, 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 but the problem is you don't have to because the UFC is designing it where they're eliminating all of the competition. So really the only place to end up going is UFC and it'll be a matter of time before UFC buys the remaining four companies. Yeah. He they bought them and and this is what they do. And this is a billion dollar corporation and entertainment company that's just swallowing up but the fuck all that.
1: Wait, let's talk back to let's get back to wrestling.
0: Yeah, um <laughs> so Ronda Rousey is going into the UFC Hall of Fame. Congratulations to Ronda Rousey. Um I'm going to say something on some real shit. Fuck that. I know she put women on the forefront when it comes to UFC and shit like that. Right. But, um, bitch, you fought a bunch of soccer moms and single parents. Okay. That was doing this because they had some bent up pussy anger. And you beat all those bitches and then them real monsters came out to play what, and what, kicked what your what fucking they head just, off. What if
1: they just wanted to just fight. Fuck that.
0: Nope. Okay, so they were in it for a payday. No, I, no, they're in it because they love it. You got, you got to love getting punched in the face and and, and losing and winning. Okay, you gotta love. If you go train in the UFC one good time, you go. You have to love getting punched. You got to think about it. Being trained to get your shit busted open. You got to love that. So here it is.
1: No disrespect, but ain't nobody punched me in my face like that.
0: Yeah. So here it is. You got uh, you 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 fought all these soccer moms. Okay, great. And then when some real bitches showed up who've been doing this their whole life, kicked your fucking head off, and you've been loopy since then, show up to WWE with a few leather jackets and think you changed the game. And I don't want wrest- I don't want people from both sides of the spectrum to think that Ronda Rosley is the women's movement because it's easy to do that. And I don't want that to happen because those female wrestlers have been putting mad fucking work in. Dude, you know what don't, I'm saying? Dude, and it's even, easy to get swallowed by the Ronda Rousey clout clout. Yeah,
1: you're right. Don't, don't get me started, man, because even beforehand, when women's wrestling in North America was considered the biggest joke in the world in the American landscape – when people think of women's wrestling outside of Glow, it was apartment wrestling. Yeah, and, that's and, what that's what people thought about right. when it came down to, fem- to came down to female wrestling. And
0: even though Jacqueline was trained with the men, she was always a side piece or a, a eyepiece piece versus being considered a competitor. And right. I and, and I want to. And, and a lot of people, I know the women's movement gets recognized for them now. And I'm, let's be honest, Charlotte is the is the face of the women's movement. Yeah, and it's because her daddy is Ric Flair, but she surpassed all the expectations mm-hmm. of a woman. And she's going to main event a WrestleMania whether yeah, people I, like I agree it or not. She, I agree that she does. But she will. I, I, Ronda Rousey, and maybe she does understand because she says she's been a lifelong wrestling fan. But I don't want no one getting confused by this. That oh, Ronda Rousey put women on the map. She put women nah. in the U.S. fucking see On the yes. map. But right. pro wrestling, no. No, she didn't do that. And 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 you got to talk about, we were talking about Jacqueline, Sable, Trish Stratus, Lita, Did Molly you Holly. Sable? I'm going to tell you why. Because if it wasn't for Sable wrestling Jacqueline 52 weeks in a row, with well, yeah. no other yeah. woman in the fucking company. You get what I'm saying? A woman who was never trained as a wrestler who had to learn on the fly. You get what I'm saying? yeah. Yeah. You gotta remember but, for almost two years straight, every week was Jacqueline and Sable, and every and they were having wrestling matches. Some brawn panties, some this and some that. But the but majority those two of were wrestling matches yeah. was working. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So that's why I said that. And you got and Medusa, Ivory, and China, she's the one who made it mainstream for what for the woman empowerment. Even though it wasn't said, China brought more tension. To the female market than most women at the time, and then Trish Trish Road and Lita rolled the rest of it out, and then we had that period where women would just in this that bathing suits or blah blah blah.
1: Yeah, back to the back to the TNA effect,
0: right? You know what I'm saying? So when when you sit there and you think about it, and then you got TNA slash TNA wrestling slash Impact wrestling when those women. We're down there wrestling. Wrestling better than the men at some point. Of course. On well, Impact Wrestling. I've always found that
1: not only just with Impact, but just when you just watch wrestling in general and you watch and you, you watch a card and you have women on the card, they're they're expected to perform to perform harder
0: than all of the men. But at one point it was just a time to take a break and pass the time, or for someone to see some ass and some titties and right. get some dicks hard or to sell merchandise. Remember Sonny. Ain't do nothing for the business. She put some shirts on, paraded around, and fucked Shawn Michaels and maybe gave Bret Hart a blowjob, allegedly, and called it a day. You get what I'm saying? I'm just saying. And fucked Dolph Ziggler and talks about that as if that's the highlight of her life. (laughs) Um, And Shawn would be drugged up in rehab worse than than Scott Hall at one point if he would have stuck with the bitch. Indeed. You know what I'm saying? So I just don't want that to happen. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. We got this Nia Jax... And Ronda Rousey thing.
1: Well, to be frank with you, what do that I think about? Shouldn't even be happening. No, it really shouldn't. For the simple reason being is that I just
0: think that in this particular case, where's the payoff? Right, because when Paige won the title first showing up, she put that work in in NXT. Plus, she comes from a wrestling family that was putting work in on the other half of the United States. Right in States. England, right. So the payoff was Paige is the new face in town. They was able to build on her, mm-hmm. and it was able. It was a good way to get AJ Lee out of there when right. they knew she was on her way out the door.
1: Whereas with Nia, you know, and it's not that I'm saying okay, she's riding on the coattails of the Samoan dynasty. I'm not even I'm not even going to say that
0: mm, because that's <clears> not <throat> even happening here.
1: But at the end of the day, it's like Nia is dull. Nia not the uh, Nia's kind of the worst person woman in the company. She she's she's not to me, she's not innovative. And it's not and it's not and like I said, let me just get this let me just put this out there. You know, it's nothing against the Samoan dynasty. You know what I mean? With the exception of um you know who. And I can't stand your ass. Everybody else knows that the Samoan Dynasty is, like, pretty much a cornerstone in professional wrestling. Right. You know what I mean? But I just don't think that Nia is ready to be in that role. I
0: think she should have been in—she came up from NXT too early, and I think they wanted a female fucking monster. Right. And they pushed her. When she she doesn't even look confident when she walks to the they ring. They turned her into a gentle giant. And as a matter of fact. She was never a great giant. To begin, she's the big show of the woman. And let's just keep it 100. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's cold as ice, but but it's true. Nigga, I wake up cold as ice. Got, ain't no, my, heart don't pump. Ice. my heart don't ice. pump Kool-Aid, it, pure, it, it pumps black ice, nigga I have no love, let me tell you something, I ain't got no love for none of these motherfuckers They don't cut me no check, I support what they do But I ain't got no real love for none of them but And the, when, I, it, when this mic is on, all of them can get it
1: But at the end of the day, right I don't think that neither of them should be in this title match Right Neither of them should Number be one. in the title match. We one, haven't even gotten Ronda,
0: four weeks of Ronda wrestling straight on Raw yet.
1: Ronda has done nothing but just display her submissions. She's done nothing but just display the many ways to put a Fujiwara armbar on on, on, on various different wrestlers.
0: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the Ronda Rousey exp- is not an experiment. They're running with it. But this is going to slowly turn into the Roman Reigns situation. If that title gets put on her.
1: We can actually say his name on this podcast.
0: Yeah, we, we mention every other wrestler in this company.
1: Okay, fine. Roman, I hate your fucking guts. Right. Enough said.
0: Um, long story short, he don't care. He catches he well, he catches what, a million plus a year anyway. He gives a fuck about what we say. Yeah. But especially in school. It teacher. still has to be said. But um <clears throat> long story sh- short, um, it comes to a point where oh. The Ronda Rousey experiment will turn into the, Ro- the Roman Reigns situation. And if they put that title on her, which I don't think is going to happen, but if they do, it's setting up a match between her and Natalia.
1: Well, I can see Natalia being the one to win the money in the bank. It's which, written on the wall. Which, which makes sense. You know what I mean? Because that's what they're going with. I would rather pay that money because and see that or tune in to see it only because she. And maybe with some of the other other WWE female wrestlers, we'll probably be able to pull out a match worth watching with Ronda.
0: See, here's the problem. Ronda wrestled a halfway wrestler, which is Stephanie McMahon, mm-hmm. and then you wrestle Triple H, who really protected you by selling everything. And like I predicted before WrestleMania, excuse me, that he would be the one to help her get through. To now but get she to do the hasn't match. hasn't had a full one-on-one Woman's match. And Rhonda and geez. Brock are two separate people. We know Brock can go. We know Rhonda can perform protect it. But can you go out there and have a match with a with a Dana White? With a Dana uh what's her chain? What's her name? Uh Dana Brooks. Uh Dana Brooks who's so so in the ring. Can you can you make that match look good? Or how about, about a match a with move?
1: her and Ember Moon?
0: Yeah. She's not ready for that, and she's not ready for a match with Charlotte, and she's not ready. Let me tell you something. Even if you gave her, and I said they should start it off with her, even if you gave her Alicia Fox, yeah. she's not ready for an Alicia Fox. When in reality, Alicia Fox and um, Charlotte Flair are on the same level. Alicia is basically a powerhouse
1: technician. Her and Natalia are like the uh, Steve Lombardi's of the WWE Women's Division. They can and and the. Uh, um, What's, what's, what's my, what's my man's name? That's an insult to Steve Lombardi. No, 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 no. It's not really an insult. It's um, <clears throat> Johnny Rods, right? Mm-hmm. The reason why I say that is because those guys, even though where they were positioned in on the show and in the card and on the, the, the structure within the WWE during their run, mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is is that those two guys were basically the measuring stick for that person if they were going to become a main event or a semi-main worker. Right. They were they were the measuring stick. So in the eighties, yeah. I, right, and so I equate an Alicia Fox towards that level, like a Steve Lombardi. Are you she talking about go Steve back...
0: Lombardi, like football Steve Lombardi? No, I'm
1: talking about the Brooklyn Brawler.
0: Right. See, the Brooklyn Brawler is a failure. Um, he might be a failure. So, we, so Alicia Fox's career probably is just like the Brooklyn Bro. But the fact that matters
1: is she won championships and she's um, headlined Survivor Series and things of Did she, she win a championship?
0: or I just want to make sure that the color code was correct for a while.
1: Well, she was Divas Champion on right. three occasions
0: at a time where the diva, where she was the only talented person on the show. So, cut to make the color code correct. Let's protect it. Hey, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just, you know, black wrestlers get what you call it. Not like how it was back in the day where it's like you had
1: a black guy who was over, you give him the mid card championship or make him a a, a mid a, a mainstay in a smaller territory, that worked. You know what I mean? Or you were a big draw like an Abdullah the Butcher or Sweet Daddy Seeky or Sailor Art Thomas mm-hmm. or you know, or even Junkyard Dog, you know, or Iceman Parsons. Uh shout out to those black wrestlers right there, my brothers. Um those guys were in those positions and they did well with it. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um but however, I I put that like I said, I put that in there because she I don't think she was just made champion because of the color code. But then again, who who the hell knows? But she would be the measuring stick to determine whether or not if a um if a female wrestler has what it takes to go to the main event level.
0: Say that last part again.
1: I think that Alicia Fox would have been the measuring stick to help to help to determine what female wrestler on the WWE roster would make it to the main event level or in the upper mid level as far as like women wrestling right, in, the, right, right. In, in Titans in Titan sports.
0: Right. Um, what you call it? Um, if that would have been allowed, if that would have been allowed, that I would have said yes. Unfortunately, they're never... And the sad part is they could still do that with her. Mm-hmm. They could still do that. If you create a secondary woman's belt, put the belt on her. Let her run around on and SmackDown. That, and she
1: can establish that.
0: I'm not talking about a tag, like an individual secondary. Yeah, like a, like a... A woman's... Not an intercontinental, like a woman's national championship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If they would have done that. Or the U.S. Women's Championship title. Or something. Something like that where she can, you know... She can show, she can shine. Let her workhorse, okay? Because you need something to do with her. But at the same time, they'll probably put that on Natalia and still fuck it up. Um, <laughs> okay. So I don't know. I don't. I think Ronda loses, or if Ronda wins, Nat- if Natalia wins early in the night, Ronda wins and then she takes the belt off of off of Ronda immediately, just so they can say she's champion and then protect it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But they, they and plus people won't see that coming if or, Natalia
1: let's if Natalia was to cash in on her the same night. Yeah,
0: I that's my assumption that she would cash in legitly on the same fucking night, no mm-hmm. questions asked.
1: Because people gotta go home happy.
0: Right. And then that sets up a pretty decent feud. And now you protect her, you took a loss. She took her she takes she's taking a great loss, sets up a good feud, mm-hmm. and now you can roll in the SummerSlam and keep that title off of her until Mania. Because unfortunately Vince is going to put that title on her. Right. No questions asked. Um That is what it is. I don't I don't know what to say. But I wanna talk about um Corey Graves, bitch ass. <laughs> you know what? Um, st- set it off. Um, There's really not much to say here. He released a beret of tweets that CM Punk was a friend and he left his friends in the company. I think Corey needs to sit back and go, he just got... Violated in his and CM Punk and his emotion and his personal opinion got violated by the WWE on a very large scale. They didn't want to send him paychecks. He had to sue these niggas. He had to go to court. He just came out of court. I don't think even him and Colt Cabana wasn't speaking to a certain degree. I don't think him and his tat, his crew, the crew of tattooed emo wrestlers who can't pick a proper hair color is, um, is someone he's trying to cater to it happened so fucking what if i'm leaving a company i don't want to talk to nobody in the fucking company i want to go i want to exit i don't want to deal with the bullshit and the shit that he was going through he still had to deal with his wife dealing with the company mm-hmm. and hoping that she doesn't get shafted and she doesn't get fucked. yeah and um Corey graves there was no purpose for even saying that. Just because you have the right, that you have Twitter, you got freedom of speech, there are certain things that's still not meant to be said. If you was being a real homie, maybe you should have said, hey, punk, can we sit down and have lunch sometime in the next coming weeks? Right? Not right now, but maybe six months from now, let's sit down and have lunch because I feel a little hurt behind it. And then not only that, you keep that as a private
1: grievance. Right. Not on Twitter. You text me or you call me. Leave me a voicemail and say, hey, bro, listen, we need to talk. Mm-hmm. See, because that's the dynamic of of this social media thing. People get it twisted, you know, and I've been a victim of that. Right. And well, I've social been, media it, has, has- And I've been a willing participant of it.
0: Right. So, And you got to remember, I don't give a fuck about no. social media, though I have a boatload of people I, I, I have friends with. I'm still that good old-fashioned, let's meet face-to-face, let's have a conversation. I'm not a big texter, I'm not this, that, and the other. I'm not a dinosaur either, but at the same time... There's um, a way
1: to handle things on a right. face-to-face basis. And I think that whatever Corey Graves, and, 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 you know, and I agree with you on this, whatever Corey Graves was going through at that time should have just been, hey,
0: f- uh, you know... Hey, punk, Phil, give Phil, me a holler. Yeah. Not today, any time in the future... Even if it was two years from now, I'm that type of person, like any time in the future, you are ready to talk, let's talk. So my thing is this, right?
1: I leave a company.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I made some friends. I might not like the boss. I might not like middle management. I might not like uh, certain supervisors. Right. Okay? Uh, If I never had a problem with my coworkers, then I have the choice to want to keep in touch with you if we've been good money and we've been cool from day 1, then yeah, I'm going to automatically keep in touch with you. Right. But it's like but if I feel like if I'm in a certain point in my life where it's like okay. Excuse me. Uh you're here, I'm there. Into the mic. <clears throat> yeah. You're here, I'm there. But I'm doing what I'm doing right now, don't take it personal. I'm just doing me. Right. Corey Graves
0: should just he took he, it personal.
1: He, he just needs to stop that. But it seems
0: it. like there's a crew of them that took it personal. So that whole, uh, let's cut the emo shit, bitch ass shit out. Look, if he ain't talking to you, talking you're a grown to you. ass more fucking more. man. Deal with it. You Own a, it and y- move you forward. You
1: got a kid. You got a job. You know, you're working with the WWE. You, you're an announcer.
0: You're doing all stop these things. Stop sucking the dick of a man who didn't even pull it out. Real talk. Because you're sucking his dick. On some new, on some real shit. Yeah, I'm not pulling no punches. You're sucking a dick that co- that CM Punk never pulled out, and he doesn't. And he's in his own world. He's dealing with a whole different level of shit. I mean, I would too if I was going through a court
1: case. Right. If I got fired on my wedding day. Um. If um I'm getting sued mm-hmm. because of uh certain dynamics. Right. Because a doctor's
0: in his is, is 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 butt hurting right about now. I mean. And, and you're still within this ecosystem that he's not comfortable with. Right. So fuck that he's not telling you to quit your job and talk to me, but he's not fucking with you. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So it's and just that has, simple. He has a right to do that. And even if he left there on good terms with everybody, it's still up to him. It's pimp. his free fucking will. It is what it is. I get it. I understand it. But, and this is something I want, I want to make. There's two major topics I want to talk about. All right, let's do it. And um, and I'm going to say this. And I'm going to say this because I know it's a fact. I've been in locker rooms and this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. But on some real shit, wrestlers are the most emotional and bitch-ass set of people on the face of the fucking earth. Of all of entertainment, I've been in film trailers. I've met, been around the best directors of this, that, and the other. And as a person who is a, a former uh, professional wrestler on the indie scene and this, that, and the other, and whatever opportunities I turned down because the money wasn't right because I'm one of those people who got to get paid, um, the level of cattiness amongst men is at a level 10 when it comes to professional wrestling. Mm. And I know that's fucked up to say, and that's something that no one doesn't admit or acknowledge. But the women's movement started the moment there was a men's wrestling locker room. And I need these niggas to get back on some steroids and get their testosterone levels up (laughs) because the estrogen game is strong. At the end of the day, you get what I'm saying? So that's my thing.
1: I can agree with you with that. And you know, listen, I travel I travel those those roads too. And I've sat in those locker rooms and I've seen like some really disgusting stuff. That's not fit F- to be in a locker
0: room. Feminine like niggas. All of them. And I remember someone said, Dietrich, you don't talk too much. I said, I can't I can't deal with the bitch assness. I really can't deal with the bitch assness. I really I'm not here to make you feel good about yourself. I'm here to do a match, make sure the match works, and then move on to the next one. Yeah, we can have talks and have friends, but they get emotional. So why I'm gonna take okay, the person don't want to take the pinfall that way. Bret okay. Hart is the greatest bitch ass nigga in professional wrestling. All right? The greatest bitch. CM Punk is a bitch. Corey Graves is a bitch. Shawn Michaels. Oh, he, he's the greatest bend-over bitch of all time. You know what I'm saying? And no disrespect, these are all great wrestlers. Right. These are all great performers. But at
1: the end of the day, when it comes down to politics, you're going you're gonna to deal with what you deal with. But, and if you don't like on. what's
0: going on... There's politics and there's bitch-assness. Okay. Right? So Politics is a format of doing business. All right, you're being a politician, yeah. You're doing your thing, you're doing this, but let's be honest. How many times people are emotional because a female don't like them? Oh, he didn't shake my hand, oh, this, that, and the other. So oh, he kept to himself. Oh, so oh, you had lunch already, not with me. Oh, CM Punk, you didn't call me. Oh, Bitch assness, so feminine traits, so then. If, All these niggas got no balls. So then now,
1: let's say, for example, if uh, certain guys are inside of a locker room and they don't shake hands with anybody, does that make them rude or is it because- You don't know what the zone system? they
0: got to get in to prepare to protect their body and yours. Mm-hmm. So if I'm in a room, um, you've been in the locker room, we did the last big thing with those other dudes. Right. Everyone's in their group. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of the way that everything has to work, this, that, and the other. I'm trying I don't want to mention the guy's promotion. Go fuck himself. If he <laughs> figures it out I'm talking about him. All right. He can go fuck himself. I want him to find the biggest dick and slide all the way down nice and slow and spell my name out. Well, allegedly um, he likes it. Allegedly. Yeah. And that's on him. Um, but long story short, you don't know what that person has to mentally prep to get into it. Now you want this person to suck you off mentally. And then go to the ring and not fill away. So that I think the the, the 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 ugly part is the locker room and the bitch assness in the locker room. Well, from and the, it has to stop. From the you, other, you guys from, are a bunch from, of grown men.
1: From the other end, of the, from the other end, I look at it like this because I've encountered that where I've had to be the first to come into the building and the last to leave. Mm-hmm. I had to break down the ring, I had to put up the ring, I had right. to do all those things. That's pain deuce. Right. Everyone does that. I've been around guys yeah. that didn't want to do that shit. Yeah, I told and they, people and straight still, up and, now. and they still feel like that's beneath them because they're so good and talented inside the
0: ring. Oh no. And let me tell you something. I'm one of those people. I'm not putting the ring together. And I'll tell you why I do that. I'm not here to do that. I'm here to perform. There are, let me tell you something. And CM Punk said it best. There are imaginary brass rings in wrestling. Mm-hmm. If you want to set up the ring, be my guest. Go set up the ring. But it shouldn't be looked at as you didn't pay your dues before you because you didn't set up the ring. Prime example. Big E had no wrestling experience mm-hmm. prior joining NXT. Big E is going to become a future world champion. It's not about a black thing, it's not a white thing. Does he get less respect for not paying his dues before getting to the WWE? No. Because the dudes game is a bunch of old niggas who want to make young niggas go through shit to get it now. But see, like but hip-hop. that's what, old hip-hop. Old hip hop niggas are mad at the new hip-hop dudes so that, because they got more freedom. They don't have the labels. They got uh, they have freedom. They got the internet, they got this, mm-hmm. they got that. And they're mad that these young Thundercats is doing the thing. Can do their see, thing without the same, going through the stresses they at, did. But at
1: the same token, right? That did kind of put a bit of structure in it. Now, nowadays, today, yes. Most performers won't put up a ring. Mm-hmm. Most wrestlers will not put up a ring. You're getting a big-ass contract with the WWE. You're not
0: expecting to put But even if a you're ring. an indie wrestler, the owner of the ring and the promoter of the show and are his, responsible. And his crew are right. the ones that do that. Not the other wrestlers who come in. Well, and that and, I mean. And the do system is... As, I remember someone broke this down gracefully to me. The do system was created to find a way to fuck with the youngest cats because... The older cats never wanted the younger cats. So if you could find a way to mentally break them out, break them down from coming into the sport to protect your spot. You did that. So okay. a lot, what's the greatest line? He goes, Ric Flair goes, I laid asphalt for all you niggas. Right. And then Kevin Nash comes out. Yeah. And it's full of potholes from all the holes you left. Mm-hmm. That's real shit. Well, that's for
1: just for those that stay around and don't move to the wayside. Me personally, I, I tend to beg to differ. For me, it's like this. If I'm a coach, if I'm running a wrestling school and I have students mm-hmm. and I'm also running shows, guess what? I'm training my students mm-hmm. in the way that I know how, the mm-hmm. way that I knew it. I'm going to teach them what I've learned and they're going to learn Everything right off the top, right, including putting up a fucking ring and breaking down a ring. So why? Because so
0: why should they have the stress of putting a ring together? See
1: what happens because is, there's
0: no reason for them to be even. They have bo- to.
1: They have one. They have to know and understand where they're wrestling at. They got to understand and know that ring. What inside if that out.
0: person knows that ring inside out? I've never built the building, but I've been a property manager. But But I understand the building. I never had to build a building to understand the building.
1: But here's what happens, right? So say, for example, some guy comes inside the ring. He hot shots and sprains his ankle, fractures his neck, and uh, unfortunately ends up paralyzed. That's on him. For doing something that they had no business doing. Right. So this is where a student knows what to do. Now, hold on.
0: That same student who put together that ring did that, fractures his angle, breaks his neck, and does all of that shit. What's the difference?
1: What's the difference is... There is no difference. There isn't.
0: Right. So in reality, um, it's it's low-level trying... We live in this imaginary system of a pecking order... When it comes to wrestling In reality If you're great You go to the top I find like If you're it's... good You go to the top I If find... you're horrible Bottom of the fucking roster
1: But I also find too You gotta respect What you're getting involved Who in Who says they don't respect
0: it I, I've never put together a ring But I tell someone This that and the other Understand that 20 by 20 Is the most respectable thing In the world well, And, so and, and I can run those ropes With my eyes closed right. And roll And, and you see all And
1: we all can but I mean, it's just to me But I also equate that like Becoming a DJ's apprentice Right before you can rock any set of turntables at any juncture, mm. guess what the fuck you gotta do what you gotta carry equipment
0: false that's old school shit oh. again now and you can't if I could walk into a store so prime example I'm on a set one day right and this is when I'm with the big studio I'm gonna tell you and this is a true fucking story. the guy is complaining oh I want to make movies all right so you're fired you seriously you're firing me on the set yeah he goes. But I'm here to make movies. I said, then you shouldn't be running the cables. There's a bunch, there's a bunch of cameras, there's Adorama up the block, there's this, and there's B and H two miles down the road. Go to B and H, buy a fucking camera, make a movie, fuck it up or be successful. But if you're running these cables and you want to be a movie man, then you need to go get those cameras. See you, motivate, you, you motivated
1: move. a person to do right. that.
0: Get the fuck off the wires. You want to be a wrestler, you building a ring? Get the fuck away from that ring. Let them build that ring. You go wrestle. Now, that motherfucker now works for Disney. Mm-hmm. Running cameras, this, that, and the other. He's in his field. Don't tell me you want to make a movie. I hate when these people come in, oh, I want to make blockbuster films. Then why the fuck are you sitting here running electrical pissed off at everyone with a microphone in your hand. Fuck that. Go get your ass up. Go buy the equipment. You get what I'm saying? You got people who... It's just how I feel about it. So if I'm a DJ, I see the nigga... Well, I'm going to carry your fucking music. Fuck you, nigga. I can buy the record player from the same place you bought the record player from.
1: And do your shit. Right.
0: And I'm going to sit around my friends, throw a few parties, and I'm going to learn how to DJ. I'm not saying being a DJ's apprentice, is this, that, and the other, but again, it's an imaginary system. Funk Flex learned the lesson when he was running around with Red Alert and then turned it around, mm-hmm. right? But carrying crates, again, that's another, you gotta carry crates to get on. No, I could just go buy two turntables and a microphone and get the fuck on, because if I got, I, 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 that's the hill I'm gonna die on. I've, I'm gonna die, and I could die on that hill several times,
1: or- I can go- Walk the smooth path. Get my own shit. Yeah, practice and call all it, day. Imagine
0: how many DJs was like, "Fuck this thing! I'm not carrying his own crates and carry their own crates." You gotta remember, some people. As what hill are you willing to die on? I'm not carrying it. This is why I, I always work for myself. I'm gonna work for a corporation and be contract number two two seven four four. And no matter how much work I do for that corporation, it does not matter because the only person who benefit is it's the, the owner. person that owns it. Right? The only benefiter in WWE. It's Vince. It's Vince. And now H and Stephanie. Because that billion dollar deal didn't go to any of the wrestlers. Do they get more money? Yeah. Do they get more of this? Yeah. But now it gets Vince more freedom to make you more complacent on the roster. And that's what we have now. So A now, large level of complacency.
1: So now if you're hungry, what are you going to do
0: to prove... That you should have a right to sit at that table and eat. You gotta bust your ass. You gotta work for it. Depends. Now that the system, the way the new system is set up, all you gotta do is show up to the show. You know what I'm saying? And now you have to hope. So now, instead of what, see, if I was in WWE, I'm not, I'm not, get dressed in the locker room. I'll go get dressed in the fucking hallway. I'll go find a broom closet and get dressed in. You know what I'll be doing? I'll be sitting at Gorilla watching that show from beginning to end. If I was in that company, I would ask Vince, "Can I sit on on some development meetings? Even if you give me once a month, I don't give a fuck if you need me to fly out. I want to sit on on a development meeting because you want to learn the business,
1: right? So but also, you, can, you want check it. You want to learn the business so that you can master that craft and maybe even surpass what Vince is doing to run your own shit. Not even or that. Maybe even turn. If this I'm going to be in around. the
0: company, I want to understand the political ground I'm fighting on. So it's not about learning how to surpass. It's learning how to uh, survive in that ecosystem. So you take someone like Triple H, when he goes, hey, give me a call anytime you want. The nigga changed his ecosystem. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you have all of those things. How many other guys said to themselves, I should tell Vince I'm available and never did it? How many guys in that? They say that almost everybody's complacent. How many guys in that room, in that place today are saying, Vince, call me at 3 in the morning? Vince, not everybody. Vince, put me a part of the booking team. Put, you got, you're got telling me 99% of that company don't do that? That's sad. Or then when they do do it, they're out of shape, out of work wrestlers who get put giving agent positions, and they're still learning the new ecosystem because they barely paid attention. And and I'm not disrespecting any agents, but if you so if you stop focusing on the locker room it's like going to work, right? And mm-hmm. everybody's focused on, did you see what Tom is wearing? Oh, my God, he's wearing the same suit again. And this, that, and the other. Tom, that's Tom's business if he wants Tom's to wear the business, same That's Tom's business, right. But some people are so focused on every in and out in the company. Remember, we just had a conversation before the mics and the cameras went mm-hmm. live that everybody in, that, fucking, in that, that woman was talking crazy. What if she didn't focus on that? and just focused on moving up the mountain. Guess what would happen? She would have been up the mountain. Exactly. But, unfortunately, she was focused on what she didn't like and who she didn't like, and it's all fucking irrelevant. And that's what makes her who she is. She'll work in that company for another 20 years and never get a raise. Mm-hmm.
1: And retire with a watch in her pocket. Uh, and
0: uh, a a wa- yeah, a watch or this, that, and the other. So, I say that to say that it, I think if wrestlers are moving forward, stop fo- focusing on the What's fucking... The personal relationships, the, you it's cool to have them, but just it's business. It's just about business. making money. I think, and, and maybe and, and I think I just need the bitch assness to stop in the locker rooms. But um, which led me to another thing: mm-hmm. earn your fucking
1: spot. Oh well, now see, now that goes to what I was saying earlier: why a person should set up the fucking ring. No, no, <laughs> you, explain that to me, because <laughs> to I me say, that's an irrelevant scenario. So to earn your spot, right? You want to get you want to get to that top. you want to be in the main event. you want to be the man right. or the woman in this business. you want to be the most recognized individual in that sport. You want the spotlight. Mm-hmm. But what do you got to do to get to that spotlight? Do you work hard for it? Do you do you? Do you, oh, yeah. do you step All I on have you step do a, do a few people? Do you take a few shortcuts? Or do you come in here and you bust your ass on that ground on a day-to-day basis? Right, but
0: putting together the ring does not guarantee me becoming world champion. You get what I'm saying? It's my body looking great, and can I relate to it? The... See, at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck how hard you grind. If the people don't say you're the one... You're not going to be the one. You're not going to be the one. It's like this girl, young lady named Azalea Banks, and I'm going to talk hip-hop for about two minutes. Okay. A young lady named Azalea Banks I know said that Cardi B is not the one. Bitch, the people chose Cardi B. You are not the one. And why did they choose Cardi B? Because they, she related to them. It was no grind. They related. This, sometimes all people have to do is identify themselves. Instead of Azalea Bank selling, I went to Juilliard and I tried to become an actress and then I went into music, this, that. Who gives a fuck about that? Can the people relate? The people don't relate to Roman, but they related to Daniel. You wanna know why? Because not everybody is six foot five. Mm-hmm. Not everybody is 300 pounds. Right. Not everybody has the boss behind their back going, hey, pal, this is for you. In reality, Daniel Bryan had more of a relation to the people. Now, he has a reality show where they're seeing him be a father. They're seeing him cry over brain damage. They're seeing him go through all of this. He's and they relatable. Still, they still relate to him. They still relate. Daniel Bryan was more bela- relatable. And 80% of the WWE audience never knew him as the American Dragon. Nope. They barely remember the NXT stuff. They remember Daniel Bryan, the, the WWE performer. Yep. You get what I'm saying? So... Here you are, this person, it was something relatable about him. There's something relatable about Jericho. Steve Austin, who didn't want to punch their boss in the face? The music was there. Dusty the- Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but even, like, think about it. When you went to work around around Stone time Stone Cold was champion, you ain't want to swing, swing on your boss at least once or twice? <laughs> you <laughs> oh, see, but you understand yeah. that relation? Yeah, exactly. Or your boss coming down with Daniel Bryan and telling you, um... I don't think you can get that position. You're good where you're at. That position is for the other guys. You've been through that before. Of course I have. We know it. A nigga like me was told, I said, what, that position's not for me? Oh, and I destroyed the whole person's career and got their spot because a nigga like me will master the system of getting that person the fuck out of there. Mm. Oh, oh, I can't get that seat? Oh, I'll get the seat. And I'll tell a person, "I'm gonna, I'm going to kiss you, I'm going to fuck you, I'm going to cook you, and then I'm going to eat you straight up in that, and that was my attitude in the studio and people will say yo here comes this nigga is a fucking animal yeah because i know you will fuck me so let me get you and that's only in that element i'm like
1: that Do unto to others as you have them doing to yourself and you're right but i'm glad you but brought do it you... first right because... i'm glad you. i'm glad you i'm glad you brought that up funny story um and, I, and i'll get and i'll get back this is more of a it. personal
0: episode this yeah. one yeah. I'll,
1: I'll get on it like this at the end of the day I had people tell me, like, nah, you can't get into IT. You're better off being a supply clerk. See, so, fr- same thing. That's right. So now, they do these little trainings where they're teaching people um, how to maneuver through Windows, Windows 8.
0: Mm-hmm. At the time.
1: At the time. Mm-hmm. And how to maneuver through these emails and Lotus Notes and da-da-da-da-da. And I said, oh, so you maneuver just like this, this, and this. I said, well, how about if you do so-and-so and so-and-so to make these emails come alive like this and you do your shortcuts this way and utilize mm-hmm. this in the third and link this, this, this that, in the third. And she's like, are you finished? I said, no.
0: So let me ask you a question. They did all that training. How many people moved up from that training? Nobody. But they learned how to put together the ring and no one moved up. Touche. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm Touché. saying. That's a, You learned it. You understood it. You even had a better way, allegedly, uh, uh, not allegedly, factorially, mm-hmm. to put this ring together, i.e. the emails. You had a better way to do it. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's do this. Let's do that. Boom, boom, boom. Probably you could have figured out a way to build a new system.
1: But and, and, and I also did, too, at one point in time. Bu-
0: I remember that. But building the ring means nothing. When you're not allowing no one to move, so in reality, now how many people moved up in that company and never even opened their own email? Just a real, just a, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I saw, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll check it in a week. What fucking email? Is and, he and a week, about? and a week goes into a month, maybe six They're months. They're on a whole new a project. Year. You get yeah, what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. So the reason why I'm going saying, earn your spot. Because I consume all things media, people. Y'all don't understand. I'm watching YouTube, my television, and three different things at the same time. um, And reading all at the same time. I consume media. That's what I do. It's who I am. Um, It's what cuts the check for me. And I'm watching Total Divas. All right,
1: let's talk about that. Because that's, that's, that's something. I'm not a reality TV watcher, but
0: let's talk about Total Divas. Right, and I'm going to tell you why I'm going. I'm going to... I'm not going to talk about the show. I just want to talk about Nikki Bella. All right, let's go. You benefited from a payday, a lifestyle, and this, that, and the other. She only became the Divas champion in the current generation, not because she was a, a good wrestler, because she's a she's an okay wrestler. It was because of who she was. It was who she was with, mm-hmm. which puts you on position. And on the show, she doesn't want to tell nobody that her and John are broken up. Mind you, this show probably started filming two months before everything. So for about four months, you don't want to tell nobody you and John are broken up because it protects your position Mm -hmm. in the company. Because maybe you're not strong enough to work hard. Where's Charlotte? Whose dick is Charlotte uh, 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 sucking? And if she is...
1: No the, one knows about it.
0: The one person she might be smashing may be the other robe wearer in the company. That's all I'm saying. If it was, allegedly. Mm-hmm. What I will say, this is my assumption. And I'm joking when I say that. But in reality, yeah, f- she had her father, but Flair has borrowed money from Vince. So Numerous there's been times a few debts out, there. The you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. All these women are earning their spots. And here you are at the time around the Night of Champions. You become diva. You drop the belt to Charlotte. You was barely on TV for those two years but were still paid the same amount of money, still considered a major star. And yes, you did have little girls who loved you and this and that because you were polarizing and you have some type of it factor. Mm-hmm. But your spot was protected by John. And you don't want to say to people, John broke up, me and John broke up, because it loses your spot. And she's worrying about making sure no one finds out and catching anxiety attacks and breaking out in the sweats. Earn your fucking spot. If you're that bad bitch you say you are, or that bad motherfucker you say you are- Prove it and get that shit. Get in the ring and perform. Cut the promo. Now, I have no problem with someone getting an edge to get what they want, Do what you got to do. But at the same time, earn your fucking spot. Because if allegedly John fucked Carmella, again, that's a woman who got the title because of who she was smashing. Mm -hmm. That's who they say. Maybe she earned it. I don't know the story. I'm not in those locker rooms. Right. But here it is. You have a woman who came into this business and laid the path. But you are so scared of losing your spot. You do have whatever, to pretend. You do whatever it takes to keep that and spot. And John will keep protecting you to keep that spot until it can't be done. Mm-hmm. Earn your fucking spot. And earning your spot now comes due down to not what you do in the locker rooms. It really comes down to when you grab that mic and when you lace your boots. That's now where the 80% of your paycheck comes in from. Because you could be the great the greatest politician in the world. But at the same time, when Brock throws someone around the fucking ring, you believe it. And though he may now lace his books once a year, you believe it. You get what I'm saying? Or or twice a year. It's believable. He's a monster. Mm -hmm. He's this, he's that. Here's Roman. You didn't earn that spot because the fans didn't give it to you. And the only way you get the spot is through the fans. Yep. And when she was champion, we kind of was like, oh, you're still fucking champion? And the Divas Revolution didn't mean nothing. I'm not saying she wasn't a part of it. I think you was there. But when Charlotte showed up, the Divas Revolution began. And she's the president and also a member of the club. You know what I'm saying? She's the president and member of the club. So I think people need to earn their fucking spots and know how to keep their fucking spots. Because that's a disgrace that other women were held down based off of you sucking John's dick. Yep. And how many people were held down in general? Oh, so is Dorf Ziggler held down not because he can't work? Or is it because that's Nikki Bella's ex-boyfriend and John likes to bury niggas who fuck bitches he used to fuck? How about that analogy for that? That's that's deep, but it's the truth. Well, I'm just saying. It's Allegedly. It's allegedly. allegedly alleged, well, no, they used to date. Yeah, I know they, I made, know they, they used to They made it date. very clear on the show, this, that, and the other. But allegedly, what if he always got buried because of the fact that he always got some of that Nikki pussy? And John is very territorial.
1: Of course. I mean, what man wouldn't be? Unless right. you're real, Look, your alpha not, man. It's like, your alpha male. is like, I don't give a fuck. I don't you're give a happy.
0: fuck. Yeah, you used to fuck that nigga before okay. I'm going to ask you. Yeah, you used to fuck that nigga? Well, okay. Make sure you keep it like that. I'm going to lay down the law. I'm going to say it. And if you feel you need to fuck that nigga, go ahead, bitch. Do your thing. Because I'm going to fuck all your friends around you. And I'm gonna make you feel emotional about it. Yep. And I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna fuck you. And I'm gonna make you feel good. And then go smash your friend in the same night. Are you
1: gonna cook her and eat her also? No. Okay. <laughs> no. But I, I have... like that line from I like that line from earlier though. That yeah, was kind of yeah, yeah, dope
0: because that's how I feel like yo. That's how I feel corporate. That's how I woke up in the morning and when I walked into that building on Broadway. That's how I felt. I'm right. gonna cook. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a fuck I'm a cook kiss or fuck these niggas, mm-hmm. or I'm a cook or I'm gonna eat these niggas. Both ways, somebody's gonna be uncomfortable. Right. And it ain't gonna be me. But um I'm just saying, I do agree with you. There are things that you do have to do in this business. But a lot of people forgot about earning your spot, and that's the issue right now with earning your spot. It bothers me a lot. Right. Um, last thing, last two things. Uh, let's fire Bobby Lashley and let him go back to Impact. He doesn't belong there. Next. <laughs> right, exactly. If you notice, this is real fast. The next. death of Bobby Lashley. Yep. I don't even understand that. I can't deal with it. He should have came in as a fucking monster and they missed that ball. The first night, he was the monster. The next night, he was a joke.
1: They should have made him a heel.
0: They should have had up, him.
1: Tear up the fucking roster. First thing you do, put him in, put him in Roman's ass and beat the fuck out of Roman. Or just Go do to a Seth, face-to-face get, with
0: Brock. Yeah. A face-to-face with Brock would have told the story. All he had to say was, whenever you're ready. And that would have been it. That's it. Just know, whenever you're ready. And let him say that we're 100% equal. MMA, WWE, outside the company. He could have just said it. Whenever you're ready. Mm-hmm. They were, And you could have sat Bobby Lashley off screen for two months.
1: Exactly, and build make that and, story. and make Lashley also the attraction
0: to right. beat Brock Lesnar. Right, you know what I'm saying? You could have just did that, and then you could be walking in the SummerSlam with a Lashley win. You know what I'm saying? So, or maybe a Roman win. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> that's it. He's not showing up to SummerSlam allegedly, so who knows where that's going? Yeah. Anyway, and the last thing: Enzo Amore to Impact. What do you think about that? The possible, uh, he asked for too much money, or oh, a lot of money. It's possible, but. Stick with the music, Enzo. Which is trash, but stick with it. Stick with the music. Stick with the music. Now, I want to talk about something a little special Um, before we end this podcast, because we're filming like three episodes today. Right. Madison Square Garden is no longer prestigious. Now, Mark, I want you to give the argument all right. of Madison Square let's, Garden. Let's
1: get it started, all right? I've been waiting for this for and a while.
0: I'm going to come with facts and hardcore truth.
1: Okay. So we know that the WWE has not used Madison Square Garden for a whole lot of stuff for the last few years. About three or four. Since the Barclay Center has opened up. WrestleMania weekend's come around and about. They've done two WrestleManias. We'll we'll be doing two WrestleManias at MetLife Stadium. The next WrestleMania for for this upcoming year for 2019 is at MetLife Stadium. They've only used the Garden to do the Hall of Fame um, the last time they were at the uh, MetLife Stadium, and that was when they inducted Bruno San Martino. They rarely do house shows at Madison Square Garden. They rarely do Raws at Madison Square Garden. They rarely do SmackDowns at Madison Square Garden. They even rarely do backlash or what they, they've they never even done a backlash or in your house at Madison Square Garden. I think the last big pay-per-view that they did at Madison Square Garden was the 1996
0: Survivor Series or no, no, th- actually no, the 20- WrestleMania 20 was at Madison Square Garden or oh, wasn't
1: Oh, they how- stopped
0: using the garden over the last five years.
1: Wait a second. Didn't they do the, uh, the rock, ver- the rock and John Cena versus the Miz and, um, uh, R-Truth at the Garden,
0: yeah. Survivor Series 2011. Yeah, they haven't used the, they haven't used uh, the Garden since television wise since 2014.
1: So now here's the dynamic. If I'm
0: correct, maybe 13.
1: Okay, so now here's the dynamic, right? Because WWE isn't using the Garden as they should or they could be. Madison Square Garden is sending out feelers to other wrestling promotions to try out and run shows Mm -hmm. this September. Uh, triple a from Mexico will be running their first show at Madison square garden. Right. Making this a historic event that they will be the first Lucha Libre company. The, the second oldest Lucha Libre company, um, in North America, Mexico, if you will, to come in and to run a show at the garden. Mm -hmm. Uh, at the, I guess, was it the World's Collide pay-per-view or the um, Best in the World series or whatever that ROH did at the Manhattan Center, Mm -hmm. the Hammerstein Ballroom, they were teasing that they would probably do all-in-two at Madison Square Garden. Right. So now, what this does is it sets, to me, in my opinion, a a new diameter and parameter in professional wrestling, whereas the E who's never allowed any other wrestling promotion to run shows in the Garden. Hold on,
0: correction. They never allowed. Madison Square Garden always gave Vince McMahon courtesy. hmm That's what it was. It wasn't that they didn't allow. They always gave them courtesy okay. of first priority. All when right. When it came to just wrestling.
1: So now, these outside wrestling groups, here you have AAA from Mexico. Here you have ROH. From Maryland. And then potentially all in too, allegedly, or speculatively, to perhaps run in the world's most famous arena.
0: Right. I think they were filling out what... I think they sent the filler out with the mics and waiting to see what happens independently with their show Mm -hmm. in September. I think it's like a balance of let's wait and see.
1: So now this... Kind of set a ruffle up Vince McMahon's ass. Mm
0: -hmm. Now, okay, go ahead. I
1: I think that didn't set a ruffle. I think that Vince don't care. Okay, Vince don't care. But I think that it's great because it's it offers an opportunity for people to see something different at the Garden. Mm -hmm. Now, Madison Square Garden has always been synonymous with professional wrestling, Mm -hmm. WWE. Now, all the way from the second inception of the garden from worldwide plaza where it currently stands where bruno san martino has defended the title numerous occasions there mm-hmm. all the way up into the present incarnation of msg right now on 33rd and 8th avenue why would you not as a as the home base not use your arena Where everyone who's traveled around the world has come there to wrestle inside that ring. Why would you not use that own place? So now what it does is it sets up to allow these smaller companies or even other companies to come in and test to see how they would work in that market. Right. I think it's a good idea.
0: Now, fuck Madison Square Garden. Building's disgusting. You spent $1.6 billion in, re- in, in redoing it, and it looked the same way it did by the time you left it, when you first restarted it. Um, the Garden stopped being prestigious in the late 80s, early 90s. I don't give a fuck how many times Bruce Springsteen, Bru- Bruce Springsteen performs there. I don't give a fuck how many pictures you got of Hulk Hogan up on the building. I don't give a fuck how many times WrestleMania has been there. I don't give a fuck. The entertainment game is changing at 110 miles per hour. And the consensus of people who go there hate going to that building. They hate it. Has some magical shit happened in that building? Yes. Yes, it has. But in reality, Vince don't own Madison Square Garden nothing. In reality, he ran Raw there maybe twice a year on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Maybe three house shows a year. I saw Coliseum has some great things happening in their building, but the name Madison Square Garden only became considered great because of the city that it was in, mm-hmm. and that's really what did it. And it was just like Yankee Stadium was more famous than the fucking team because of the state, the the city, because of the state that it was in, New York fucking state. We are the capital of the United States, where uh, where the alleged entertainment and fashion capital with this with that blah 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 um the shit is too expensive the numbers i got that is about 300,000 to rent out the building <clears throat> 15,000 seats times $125 doesn't get you all the money you think all right <clears throat> um also and I want to break down the most important part. You're paying for the marquee. You're paying for the name. It's more expensive to run television out of the island of Manhattan than it is to run out of Brooklyn. So to run a Raw show can probably cost you $1 or $2 million. So when you're, you ever notice WWE goes to the same arenas? So long story short, what people need to understand, there's also a union situation, yeah. which is the biggest issue. Mm-hmm. And the union situation is called 32BJ. And that's the union. So... Vince brings his own people in to build the ring, right? Mm-hmm. Once I remove the ring, I have to pay the union workers to put the basketball arena <coughs> up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when they put the basketball arena up, I have to pay them the rates of that of that scenario. Then I have to turn, I have to I'll break it down and get the hockey ring ready. I now have to stop you from doing what you're doing and laying the wood flooring down mm-hmm. and now change your rate of pay immediately over <coughs> to the uh, getting the ice rink ready. Right. Now, they have two of the most losing teams in fucking history. The Knicks and the Rangers? The Knicks and the Rangers. Um, two of the most losing teams in sports history come out of New York City. That's number two. Championship in '76, and don't talk about it before then because it don't exist. All right, Rangers got about three or four in the last millenn- in the beginning of the millennium. Oh, the early '90s and early 2000s. Right, 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 right. <clears throat> um, long story short, the arena might have had some great wrestling moments and great this, but at the same time, people are not comfortable in the <gasps> building. And yes, it's nice to say we're at Madison Square Garden, but that's not the marquee to be at no more. It's not the presentation stadium. Like Before the show started, I showed you the new Mercedes-Benz Stadium. And I'm impressed
1: with that because that's a dope-ass fucking building. Just off
0: the monitor alone for people who are sitting in the nosebleeds to be able to see what's going on. On
1: the field in high-definition 4K (laughs) TV. Right, at at, at 58 feet tall.
0: You know what I'm saying? This, that, and the other. So there are a lot of fucking things that come with being at the Garden. And the most expensive factor is the union, and the Union 32 BJ, the union got to get paid, which means the people has to be paid accurately. Mm-hmm. So there's some guys who are only doing three days of work coming out with $1500 paychecks because of the amount of work that they have to do. Mm-hmm. Madison Square Garden is simply too expensive and when you're a business of profit, you can't like if you have a home and your profit is 50,000 a year, you know you can't afford the $2500 a month apartment. That's not great profit m- balancing. No, well, it's not. So you think Vince gives a fuck? He's established a relationship with the Met Life Stadium. To Vince, that is the new New York market. Brooklyn Nets, that is the new New York market. And you got state-of-the-art stadiums, well-built stadiums, and stadiums that are willing to cater. Maybe Madison Square Garden wasn't as open as they should have been with Vince. Maybe they're not the businessmen that we think they are. But whatever it is, Vince will not be hurt by AAA showing up. And Vince is definitely not going to be hurt by Cody and them showing up with their all-in series. If it turns into a series right? that they do. Because they don't even have an official name for the Fed yet if they're going to create one. And if they do, they're sitting on it. But in reality, with this all-in shit, yeah, go to the garden. But if you're willing to put your 100k up, go or 300k up, go to the garden. If you can afford to pay it, go to the garden. But if the television, if we know the information that the television networks are giving them, you don't think your rates may change for Vince when it's time for him to get there? It's gonna have to. You're gonna say he's making more money, so I should make more money. Presentation out of Manhattan Island, the our uh, licensing on the marquee, this that and the other, blah blah blah. A lot changes, so when you got I think Madison Square Garden needs to be knocked down and refucking built from the ground up on the same space because or, or bring Mercedes-Benz in or bring the Porsche company in bring these corporations that are willing to give you the six or seven you own the land now do something knock the office building down make the shit bigger or go build Madison Square Garden number 3 somewhere it'll be the fourth one how many gardens were there 3 Where were they located?
1: Okay, the first one was 23rd and Madison Avenue.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: 23rd and Madison. The second one, uh, Worldwide Plaza, 50th and 8th Avenue.
0: Mm -hmm. And the current one. 33rd. So go build another one or rebuild the one you got now. Because if you spend 1.2 billion dollars in building and Mercedes-Benz spent 1. something billion dollars or 2 billion dollars in building and that's their building, then you guys fucked up.
1: Well, they're talking about doing that anyway considering that they're going to be removing, remodeling you're actually rebuilding the um Penn Station anyway
0: across right. the street. But that's not that's going to be for something completely different. They're it
1: knocking ha- down the post office to-, to- No,
0: they're, they're keeping the hub, the frame of the post office because it's considered a landmark now. Yeah. So they can't knock it down and they're going to rebuild the inside. But in reality, that's for a train system. Mm-hmm. That was never for a stadium. That was the re- They're going to use that as a bunker and a new train system so they can move it further, so they can utilize more space of moving the- The trains in? The trains in and out. So that's a train system scenario. Nothing about entertainment. So then,
1: now this building will sit there doing absolutely nothing. No, they'll the use the inside with like, the exception of the Knicks losing every week.
0: Right, and and sometimes twice a week, and the Rangers losing just as well. They're going to have events. That people performers are still going to perform, but it's just not going to work no more. Right. It's just not what it is. So I wanted to bring that up with the Madison Square Garden thing because it's 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 a lot that comes with it, and I'm not saying the building doesn't have a historical events in it, because it does. But it's no longer the place to be. Right. And, it, and it's time for a change. And Vince ain't worried, because is his pocket gonna hurt? No. no. He just took in a three billion dollar or four billion dollar increase, right. Well two billion, two billion dollar increase on television presentation alone. Absolutely. So anyhow, um, we're gonna bring this episode to an end. We're gonna take a quick break, and mm-hmm. then we're gonna get the next episode going. Um, we I ask you guys to down uh, subscribe to Dietrich Davis on Demand on YouTube where these videos will start showing up. Uh, go to uh, with the important nobody's podcast and wrestles with experience will be. I ask you to go to the iTunes channel subscribe. Download, listen, repeat, share it with your friends. This episode was a little bit more calmed down and toned and personal because more, of the way the market yeah, was moved, the way and, the business of wrestling was And this was is moved.
1: basically like more of a discussion about the, the business itself, right? More than anything. So, you guys got an education on what. Figures and finances and arena, and right? Things and, we, like and I really things. didn't
0: get into all the numbers I wanted to because it made no sense. And if you're a fan, you're gonna go where you want to go, right? Who? who gives, I don't think fans should be involved in who's getting paid, what, and how shit works, and this, that, and the other. That's really for the people who are working in the business. Your, ju- if you buy a ticket, enjoy it. Be a fan. Be a fan. Um, but Madison Square Garden, no one's mad that they're not gonna be there. The Barclays has a better presentation mm-hmm. anyway, and it's just the way it's going. And Vince obviously is not worried because he's moved forward. But all you mad is that you're not getting those television rights, really, because that's what it sounds more of an issue Pretty of. much. And shit like that. So anyhow, because Mark is moving around awkwardly on camera, so <laughs> let me bring this episode to an end. I'm Got Dietrich Chris Davis. Ann.
1: And I'm Mark Knight, a.k.a. Mark Morrell, a.k.a. M-double, a.k.a. that dude with a leg cramp.
0: And stuff like that. Um, forget Don't forget, we at above 20,000 subscribers, we'll be giving away – on Nintendo Switch. <clears throat> and I ask you guys to definitely be pay attention to everything that's coming forward. Um, you have a great evening. Peace.